If there were a way that you could have a confident 10K, $10,000 conversation on autopilot without trendy tactics, a massive following, or without looking desperate, Mm. is that something you think they'd want to know more about? I think so. I think so. And I am ready to talk about it. I'm jazzed to talk about it. Yes. Hey, we have to let you know that we have a free masterclass brand spanking new baby brand new and it is coming on september the 9th and it will be live at 2 p.m eastern time and you can start registering for that tomorrow if you're listening to this live tomorrow is the first day that you can register and you're definitely going to want to get in as soon as possible we filled up the room last time and we want to make sure you have your spot and so once you register for the masterclass, we're going to do some really fun pre-masterclass goodies in the winter circle so we're going to do uh, some mini trainings throughout that week so make sure you jump in the winter circle too after you register all the links you need will be in the show notes and we're about to kind of break a little bit of that down right now, aren't we, Kat? I'm going to break it down. If you've ever been told that, you know, in order to really run your business online or to show up every day, you have to give, 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 and then sell. Mm-hmm. Or some people say... Jab, jab, hook. Jab, G- jab, Gary jab, B. right hook. Yeah. Which, which is a great, it's yeah, a great It's a tactic. fine point. Yeah. Totally fine point. But what I think that tells people mm-hmm. is that you can't be selling all the time. Right. You can add value which is a whole other abstract point, but you can add value always and then sell when when you sprinkle it in, sprinkle in the sell. Mm-hmm. Don't make people feel weird. Don't be weird and don't be scammy. Right. And we, learned, which I agree. We learned that. this kind of late in the game. I, I think most people would say, you know, we were really in business for about a year before we had any coaching any masterminds, any kind of training at all outside of what we knew about sales. Mm-hmm. What's crazy, and you'll have to let us know if you agree with this, but the more that you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah, and that could be very scary. It's very, you know, the rookie mentality is not a bad mentality, which is basically when you don't know what the quote rules are, you just kind of do what feels right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're outside the norm, which actually works even better. Yeah, and rules being like, okay, well, this strategy works best if you're in this kind of business mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, stop doing this because that's old school right. or whatever. It's well, this- I have an example, a true example from Sarah Blakely. You know, I love me some Sarah yes, Blakely. Mm-hmm. She was trying to get Spanx into Neiman Marcus yep. and she got him into Neiman Marcus and I guess someone else who was trying to get into Neiman Marcus was like, oh my gosh, how'd you do that? And Sarah was like, well, I just called. What do you mean? I just called. And she said, oh my gosh, I thought you had to go through trunk shows. You had to Mm -hmm. go through all these interviews. And Sarah was like, no, I literally just, she didn't know any different. So she just called Neiman Marcus. That's the rookie mentality. And another way of saying that is like, she called and asked. She just asked. She just asked. Yeah. Which honestly, spoiler alert for all sales, Mm -hmm. just ask. Yeah. There's a way to have a flow in your messaging so people really, you get through to people. But at the end of the day, asking is mm-hmm. a huge part of sales. So that's what she did. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I love her. And so once we got into really learning about online business, really is what we were learning about, we were like, wow, there's a lot of tactics and strategies that we had no idea about. Yeah. And they almost started to confuse us a little bit. I would say so. We were like, because when you start to learn stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, I've been doing it all wrong. We, yeah. we still say we that. We say that sometimes. Yeah, it's we're like, hard. okay, we've been doing mm-hmm. it all wrong. But it confused us because that was the very thing people would say is like, hey, you need to nurture three times a week. You need to add value this many times a week and sell one times a it's week. Like, like the success rate of this many emails versus this many emails and 
you know, whatever, whatever. It's mm-hmm. just, it's stressful, right. honestly. And it can make you feel almost, I don't know if off mission is the way to put it, but yeah. it's distracting. Yeah. Well, you feel and behind really- instantly when you're like, wait, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm already behind. That's exactly right. Yeah. Mm. And wh- what all we knew was how to sell. That's all we knew. We knew guide method and we knew how to get customers in, guide them into a buying decision, help them win. That's all we knew, right? Yeah. But what was interesting is like, that's exactly what we were doing in Instagram posts and Instagram stories, but it was selling and adding value at the same time. In fact, adding value is selling. Correct. And I find that people are feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't sell. I can't sell when really that's exactly what you're doing because leadership. And, you know, we really believe sales and leadership is the exact same thing, but Gary Keller defines leadership as changing the way people think so that they can do what they need to do so that they can have what they need to have. That the most important part here is changing the way people think. Mm-hmm. And that's really what sales is. You're persuading people into a certain mentality mm-hmm. to think in a certain way to buy from you. 100%. I was just on a discovery call yesterday and she said, "Why like how how would guy culture even help me because the same people have been following me for 5 years and I've been doing my business for 5 years. Mm-hmm. What what changes?" I said, their mindset's going to change when right. you help them think differently about what you do. Yes. That what you do is still the best thing around, that your product's still the best thing around. Good. Mm-hmm. It's great that it's the same people. Oh, yeah. You just need the method to get them to think in a way that gets on board with you, sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, in the sales situation, it's not asking for money. And that, that's what people are confused about. That is about. very confusing. They're, they're like, hey, give me the money, be my customer, and that's the sale. When that's not the case at all, the sell is every single day you show your face mm-hmm. on Instagram that people believe what they need to believe in order to buy from you. That, 100%. That's all you're doing. You have an overarching message that you are repeating in different ways so that people slowly start to think in a certain way to buy from you. Yeah. In a podcast I was just listening to, he said, whoever creates the most content controls what people are thinking. Ooh. Whoever is putting out the most content is controlling what people are thinking. That's crazy. So you think about, honestly, TV shows, all the all oh the content gosh. that's out there in the world. Uh, but it's what is in front of people at that time that's going to help influence how people think. Yes. And as an entrepreneur, if you believe in the power of leading people and you believe in the power of growing yourself, you can demonstrate how you're growing yourself by adding value in that mindset sector, yeah. which helps people think differently, right? which would get them on board with investing in themselves because you've done it and you're sharing about it, sharing about it in a tactful way mm-hmm. that gets them to really reflect and change. Yes. Yes. And you know, this really reminds us, which is very interesting that we're in the season, if you're listening to this live of an election. Yep. But we're going talk about any election. I mean, you could be running for high school president or something. Yeah, anything. Anything. I mean, local election. Any election means that a group of people have to vote for one person. Right. There needs to be a decision made. Yeah. So how, how would that look if you are running for president of your industry? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're a dietitian and you're like, I'm going to run for president for all dietitians. Yeah. And they need to vote for me so I can lead them in their field. Yep. What what does that look like? Because at the end of the at the end of the day, that's what people who are running for something, they are spending their time doing what, Kat? Campaigning, baby. They're campaigning. And they're campaigning a message. Yep. A belief. 
a belief, a, a change mm-hmm. that they can see in their industry, a change yeah. that they can see in their HOA, their neighborhood, right? Like yep. whatever they want to pronounce their belief and say what can be better. Right. Mm-hmm. And they are asking, you know, a lot of times, obviously, elections happen. Their campaigns are years sometimes. Oh, yeah. And if the election is in January, but they're making a speech in February of the year before, they're not necessarily asking for the vote right then and there. But what they are asking for and what they are doing is hopefully helping people think a little bit different. Yep. It's a little deposit. Yes. And if you are have been in business or you've watched any probably webinar, you know that it takes no like and trust to have someone buy from you. And that's exactly what these campaigns do is they get people bought in to kind of get sold on the fact that you are likable, mm-hmm. you kind of become their friend. Right. You know, you you're like, oh, I would much rather have that person in charge of my industry right. than this person. Why? Because you feel like you know them, you like them, you trust them for whatever reason. Right. And so you're, of course, every person that's running for something, they have their overarching message, mm-hmm. their overarching belief. And you as an entrepreneur, your overarching message is usually the belief that you're customers or potential customers need to believe in order to buy from you. So for example, let's give an example. One of our beliefs that people Mm -hmm. need to believe is that personal development is worth investing in. Mm -hmm. If someone thinks that it's just silly and you don't need to, you know, whatever, you just are who you are. You're never going to change. It's a waste of money. That first of all is not the right person for us. But second of all, if they are following me, there is a way to be able to campaign that message over time to change the way that they think about personal development. Yes. If you've ever sent a message or received a message that was like, wow, I've never thought about it like that. Right. That's an indicator that someone or you sold a message. Right. You're like, wow, I've just never even seen it like mm-hmm. that. And so that message that's being shared, you are nurturing them by kind of handling their objection a little bit. You know, you might do a little cushioning, you know, it might uh, add some value by adding evidence of what personal development does, the percentage of what it does for people and how it helps people and your evidence of your program, how how it helps so many people. You're adding value to them while also nurturing, while also selling all at the same time. Exactly. Think of it like a big pump. Mm -hmm. And this this campaign message that actually has a purpose is priming that pump to get them to actually cast their vote mm-hmm. or to get them to click purchase because yeah. the sale doesn't just happen when you ask for the purchase it can yeah. happen a month before oh yeah it can happen the first time you talk you just never know yeah which is why you honestly need to be selling all the time yeah and that's probably the biggest i think whoopsie that that i see or maybe hole that i see in people who do like big launches or they have an mm-hmm. open cart day or they're like, hey, this week I'm selling. And they envision that week as being the week that they sell. Yeah. When really, that's not the week that you sell. That's the week that you're collecting yeah. people's votes for you. Yeah. A way that we like to say this, guys, is election day is collection day. That's right. It's not the day that people actually vote. Because you can vote emotionally. Yeah. Some people have decided on their vote. From the time someone announces, right? You know, you cast your vote, but it is collection day. Yes, that is all it is. Yes, and there's of course there's people that are last minute that are going to be like, oh, I'm actually going to buy, yeah. and I never thought I was going to buy. But most time on a, a, an election day, as we say, an entrepreneurship is like the the open cart day, the launch day. But you know, people who are running for something, they on election day the work is done. 
They wait and see the result. That's not the day they go and grind. And I feel like people put so many eggs in this basket of launch day or open cart day. And if it doesn't pan out the way they need it to, it's kind of detrimental. And there's a way for launch day to be just the cherry on top and to also be very confident in what's about to happen because people are coming ready to buy. Yeah, you know, we are not a launch business. And if that's a business model, then that's fine Mm -hmm. and all. Uh, We really sell all the time. Yeah. And there's, it's actually kind of crazy how often we're selling. Mm -hmm. And so we have done a few launches Mm -hmm. that have been just pushed us over. Yeah. But I gotta say, it doesn't feel good when I feel like someone can only buy in three days. Yeah. You know, it just feels like, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Some people really only let themselves sell right for three days. For three days, yeah. And that's crazy. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. And there's just, there's so many opportunities that could be lost. And, you know, as a salesperson, you are, when you do it right, you come off so professionally. Mm-hmm. You're speaking very impactfully. The words you use move people into action, mm-hmm. whether it's to download your opt-in, whether it's to message you, whether it's to listen to your podcast. You have the ability to move people into action that's closer to the direction you want to move them in. A hundred percent. And part of campaigning and getting people to think differently could be getting them to think differently about you. Maybe oh, they yeah. didn't take you seriously as a business owner, but over time, They've started thinking differently and they trust you more. And what do we know about trust? Business moves at the speed speed of trust, trust, period. So if you have a webinar and all of a sudden you did your darndest to get people just sold on what you have to do Mm -hmm. and they buy quickly, you know that you've built trust. Yes. Because they are putting their investment into what you have. So there's a whole whole lot of value in creating a campaign message over and over and over Uh, for your audience. Yeah. And this is definitely a long game for sure. Mm -hmm. It's getting, uh, and there's uh, so many people. In fact, if you don't know, guide culture used to be called clearly confident because people would walk away with so much clarity in that message, in that campaign, uh, that campaign slogan that they would say if they were running for president of their industry. And, um, we, y'all will have to come to the masterclass because we are, we've crunched some numbers from guide culture and we're going to show you everything that went down in 2019 and then the impact of of being so consistent in the message selling over time and where that showed up in 2020 we have graphs you guys and they're good yeah and the graphs are going to depict how guide culture also you know had in in the first year Mm -hmm. of how like certain strategies can feel very enticing so you do them yeah but then it doesn't pay off in the long run right and guide culture has learned that lesson just like a lot of other companies and you're going to see that visually Mm -hmm. um and and how campaigning really really is the what is the saying when you when food on the table whatever (laughs) whatever the saying is it's like the meat it is it's the meat for sure, not the sides. Uh, so in the masterclass, we are going to be talking about what it looks like to campaign all the time, how to do it, the skills that you need. And I think it's going to be really, really valuable and really helpful for you all. So make sure you register. Uh, if this resonated with you, we would love to know if you could just tag us on Instagram um, at the guide culture. And of course, you know, always Kat and I personally like to see it yeah, also. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. So tag us and let us know your thoughts. And if anything, uh, what resonated with you? is what we really want to know specifically and get registered for the masterclass. It opens tomorrow. We cannot wait to see you guys there. See you there.